0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. three timeouts left. JT Daniel steps up in that pocket, hit as he throws, going deep, looking for Cork and has it. Out of bounds around the 35-yard line. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back on the BetQL Network live in 12 markets across the country and the Odyssey app. Make sure you have the free Odyssey app downloaded to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. If you ever miss a segment, you can check it out at your leisure at BetQL Daily on Twitter. I'm at Joe0670. My partner here, Joe Giglio, at Joe Giglio Sports have nickel or dime coming up in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to uh, these conversations, some interesting wagers to ponder. And later this hour, we, of course, will have our lightning bets. Joe G, we're going through these Power Five conferences uh, this week. We hit on the ACC yesterday, and today it is time for the SEC. I think in the coming years, we're going to need to uh, maybe clear out an entire week to break down the SEC once Texas and Oklahoma come over.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's going to be two different sports. It already kind of is uh, and has been that way for a while. But when you add Oklahoma and Texas in there, ev- eventually it's going to feel like the SEC is one conference, and then the other, everyone else in college football is their own other conference. Just all yeah. combined, it's uh, they're beyond Power Five. I don't know what you call it, but it's just it's it's crazy how deep this conference is and how and how great Alabama always is.
0: Yeah, the rest is going to be the others. It's going to be the SEC and the others. Uh, we'll see. It doesn't really get me excited, but hey, it's college football season, so I don't really care. And w- the amazing part is we've heard this week from multiple coaches in this conference, and we know where they reside in the country and some of the, the rates of COVID. These coaches are like, we're 100 percent. They are in the like, listen, guys, Saban, too. It's like, guys, if if you want to play, get the shot. OK, if you're not interested in playing. You know, you've been dreaming about this your entire life. You know, you got the scholarship to Alabama, th- something you've thought long and hard about. Dreams come true. Here we go. Okay, now if you want to play, get the shot. Now if you don't care about it, don't get the shot. I don't care.
1: Yeah, it's a combination. I feel like what's happening there versus the NFL, it's a combination of leadership and pressure, right? The NFL is hmm. leadership. The coaches all have their shot. They have to, otherwise they're going to get fired. But the, the, the pressure doesn't exist in the NFL. Guess what Kirk Cousins or anyone else that knows? if he's on the roster and he can he's eligible to play he's going to be on the field because where's he, the
0: power lie?
1: It's with the player, especially yeah. the quarterback, right? Especially these quarterbacks. There's no power of the college football player. <laughs> uh-uh. Nick Saban says, "I've got five more of you behind you on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do what I tell you to do or what's best for our team, you disappear." Like Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin, they have the power.
0: Amazing. All right, let's start with Alabama because that's where you uh, begin any conversation when discussing the Southeastern Conference. So we got Alabama in the West. The win total on FanDuel Sportsbook is 11.5. It is juice to the under, juice to the under. Alabama's going to start their season against Miami coming up on September 4th. Just amazing. What a juggernaut. You lose Mac Jones, Devontae, Patrick Sertain, to name a few. No worries. We still have the most talented roster in the country. So uh, two is gone. We go to Mac Jones. Mac was amazing a year ago. Now we go to Bryce Young. Let's see what Bryce Young can do. What I think is going to be fascinating about the Tide season, Joji, the other guys, a, a lot of teams or NFL squads too. They want to get coaches that are close to Saban. Let's get your information. See what we can learn as a coaching staff from you. Well, the Alabama offensive coordinator of this year is Bill O'Brien. The offensive line coach is Doug Marone. That's going to be interesting to monitor.
1: Yeah. And and when I am I think of all the things I'm impressed that with Saban over the years is how he he realized he had to adjust. What was it about 10 years ago? They were still running the kind of the old kind of Alabama. Let's run the football, ball control. Mm-hmm. And then he woke up one day and said, I, I got to score points. They averaged 48 points a game last year. Even his best teams a decade ago, if I told you that, you'd have said, "Ah, that's not Nick and they'll never do that." No, those just score fifty a game now because that's how you win in college football. Joe, they're going to move the football. The one thing I I do wonder is, does it take them a year to recalibrate the the skill players? I mean, really, the last two years, the skill players they have lost wide receivers and and the running back Najee Harris, yeah. but the wide receivers to the NFL: Waddle, yeah, Devonte Smith, Rugs, Judy, like. It might take them a year or two to, to recalibrate that. And if it doesn't, forget it. I'm, I'm, I'll never, ever doubt that Nick Saban could replenish in a year again because I don't know if any team's ever lost that much wide receiver, you know, talent draft-wise to the NFL in, in the span of two years. It's crazy. He's got, what, four top 20 picks, top 17 picks. And it's cra- It's unbelievable.
0: Are you, you want to bet the under 11 and a half? It's no. juiced. You lose one game? Yeah. I can't. I, I hear you. I, 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 I just I can't throw my money on Alabama to lose. They don't lose. I know. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have any play on the win total? I do not. I will. I'll, I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. Second highest win total in the West. Texas A&M is nine and a half. It is juiced to the under on Fanduel Sportsbook at minus one thirty. Nine and a half minus one thirty. You lose the quarterback in Kellen Mond. They have a great defense, but the problem is, what about the signal caller, the most important position? Do you have enough there? Uh, just looking at the schedule, what I found uh, noteworthy is Texas A&M, the, uh, the other side, the other division, they're missing Georgia and Florida this season. That's a
1: big deal. I mean, that that changes, the I'd say, the perception of, of what it is. And it is interesting just to see how, it's, how much it's flipped the West in just a couple of years. I mean, think about where how far LSU has fallen. I mean, there actually might some, be some value on them just with their win total and what they could be. I mean, they, what are they? They're plus 1,600 to, on the West. They're third, right? It's it's Alabama, significant favorite mm-hmm. 450. You mentioned Texas A&M second. Auburn and LSU both 1,600. I mean, LSU went from by far the best team in the country two years ago
0: to now fourth in their own division in the SEC. That's a big change. How about what Anthony Tresh brought up earlier about Derek Stingley Jr.? I'd have mm-hmm. to check with the current number. If it's true, if he's going to play both sides of the ball, that narrative could get a little out of control. Charles Woodson? Heisman. Charles yeah. Woodson
1: all over again?
0: How about it? That would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, I'm glad you brought up the LSU Tigers. That is my favorite win total in the entire conference. And it's kind of strange because if you look at a lot of the projections, they're dead on with the win total of eight. Yeah, it, It's used to the over – I really like LSU. I think we're prime for a bounce back season. You know, I don't live in the SEC world, but I think these people are out of their minds for putting Ed Orgeron on the hot seat, which he apparently is, right after winning the championship. I think that's that's going into the season. I like LSU over, man. I really do. They have the best uh duo according to many, quarterbacks, cornerbacks. Uh, in the country, you look you look across the board, man, they are talented. We're going on a run of seasons. When Ergeron is top three, top five recruiting classes in the nation, uh, like I mentioned, two of the top corners, they're going to start with UCLA. I think that number is four, four and a half. I like LSU that week. And, uh, you know, Miles Brennan, you're never going to be Joe Burrow. They're going to have statues of Burrow, and you're going to hear about him, every LSU quarterback moving forward. They're going to hear about the legend of Joe Burrow. But when Brennan did play last year, they put points on the board. They got into the 30s or 40s every single time. I like LSU over eight this year.
1: I do, too. And you know what? I was thinking about this when we started our college football segments. You know what I can't wait for this this fall? Maybe even more than the NFL. I can't wait to watch full crowds back at college football games. It, It was the one sport. There's something like the sport doesn't exist to me, without crowds. It's like the pageantry of college football. I'm thinking about Death Valley right now on a Saturday afternoon, LSU, mm. CBS. They're like, they need that. And I think it will help LSU getting the crowd back there. Joe, let me give you a couple under totals I like, win totals, okay. one from the West, one from the East. In the West, uh, we talk, we're we talking about the West right now, right? Yep. Arkansas is a five and a half. I, they're the worst team in this, in, this, in this side of the conference. I like the under here. They were three and seven last year. And how about this? Look, look at their schedule. They get yeah. Ole Miss on the road. They get LSU on the road. They get Alabama on the road. And they have a non-conference game against against Texas. To that start. Is, that's brutal. I mean, that is yeah. that is brutal. I that that team's not winning more than five and a half games. I, I'll go the under on Arkansas. And then the other side in the east. Um, Tennessee, can, I think, is just Can a, I throw
0: before I'll we go, go over ahead. to the yeah. East, can go I ahead. throw one? Um Mississippi State seems like it's a mess right now right with leach everybody's oh media loves to talk about leach so they had the big game to start the season and then the rest of the conference watched the tape and they figured out mike leach and we've heard all these stories about players transferring outside of the program they can't stand leach uh this this could get ugly i don't know that he's going to adjust back the win total is six Uh, i can see um I could see Mississippi State going under six year two of Mike Leach. Uh, go ahead over to the East.
1: I will say on Leach though, and I don't know if I don't know if he could do this in the SEC. It's way yeah. harder, but he did take a pretty big leap his first year to second year at Washington State, and they went from three okay. and nine to six and seven. So he got. It became more competent there, but this is the challenge to do it in the SEC is way harder.
0: How how great is this division, by the way? Just the head coaches, even it's with amazing. the teams in the middle, we've got Leach, we've got Lane Kiffin. I, I want to say over on Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, but it's going to be tough for them to take another step. But hey, hey, they're missing Georgia and Florida this year. Matt Corral, uh, going into the season, he's going to be in the running. He's going to be mentioned as a possible Heisman contender.
1: Yes, uh, on the East and under I like is Tennessee under six and a half. That program's kind of a mess. A lot of transfers. Uh, yeah. The investigation with Pruitt there before he left, and it, this makes me feel old, Joe. When at, when former players become coaches in college football, I feel old. It's even worse in the NFL. Josh Heupel's coaching this team now. Josh a former quarterback, and I yeah. didn't think he was great at UCF. Like they, they he got there. At, at, they became a good program before he got there, and. Like, he didn't take him to another level. They kind of sustained or actually went down in his few years there. I mean, he's probably a, a good coach. He got to Tennessee uh, for a reason. But I think that that program's in some trouble. And they're in the East, which obviously has some good teams. Uh, I, would, I would go the under 6.5 on Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I want to hit on Georgia and Florida in a moment. But if you look to the bottom, it's all the teams with new coaches. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Tennessee, 6.5. Uh, South Carolina, the win total is only 4. You talk about feeling old. Frank Beamer's son is coaching them.
1: Yesterday you were waxing poetic about <laughs> I Frank know. Beamer's special teams at Virginia Tech in I, 1999.
0: I didn't even realize they hired Frank Beamer's son. And he's never called plays on offense or defense. We'll see if he can be a head coach. Shane Beamer is the South Carolina head coach. The win total is four. It's just way to the under. Minus 145 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, Vanderbilt's also uh, they got a new head coach, the uh, Notre Dame defensive coordinator. So I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, half of the SEC East said, get out of here. Let's just bring in new coaches. Let's see if we can compete uh, with the likes of Georgia. Highest win total in the East. The win total is 10 and a half. They're going to start with Clemson. Good luck. Okay, that's that's going to be fun. I mean, is so earlier when we were having the Cowboys conversation, we were saying, is it as simple as, is Dak good? then the Cowboys will be good. Well, if JT Daniels is good, then George is going to be good, right? I mean, they have the elite defense across the board. And if JT Daniels is the guy that we saw last year, the USC transfer, uh, the Bulldogs are going to be hunting for the title.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you you project a loss, here's the tough part about the win total. If you project a loss against Clemson in week one, which I, I would say it's pretty likely they lose that game, how many losses do you have left to play with to get over the total? I mean, they they basically have to run the table to the SEC title game. That's why I can't go over. I can't either. I mean, if you look at the schedule, though, it's pretty reasonable they do run the table after that. The only game that you have a hiccup with or or a little bit worry is the Gators, the Florida Gators, when they play them late October. Look at the rest of their schedule. After they leave Clemson, UAB Blazers, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas at Auburn. A little tricky. Kentucky, Florida, Missouri at Tennessee, uh, Charleston Southern- Georgia Tech, and then there's the SEC title game. Like, there's a really good chance Georgia loses week one, and we don't see them lose again until they play Alabama in the SEC title game. That's that's the kind of team they have.
0: Yeah, everybody – I mean, everybody just goes on and on about the receivers and tight ends, so JT Daniels put in a position to succeed. Uh, Let's see if he can do this, and it's juice to the over. So keep that in mind. Juice to the over at ten and a half. How about Florida – Uh, Emery Jones is 40 to one to be your Heisman winner, dual threat quarterback replacing, uh, Trask. Yeah. Kyle Trask put up great numbers, but you kind of knew he was a little limited. Like the numbers are great. Okay, fine. But he was, he wasn't at that elite level. You did lose, uh, Kyle Pitts, of course. Kadarius Toney. Kadarius Toney over to the, uh, New York, New York Giants, but uh, Emory Jones, he's got that super high ceiling. He might be a top three quarterback in this conference.
1: Yeah, I'm already looking forward to the Florida Georgia game in late October to see if he can move the football on that Georgia defense and that yeah. all those great athletes they have. That I mean, that will decide, in essence, this side of the of the conference. I mean that 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 game will decide it.
0: Yeah. Anything uh, you touching this number? It's juicy. The under the numbers nine.
1: <sighs> yeah, I can That's there's a, that's a big drop off
0: after Georgia.
1: Oh, sure there is. Yeah. I mean, these two teams are clearly the front of the class in the East. And everybody else, it's like you you just pile up the losses after that.
0: Yeah, Kentucky, Missouri, both seven. We mentioned Tennessee at six and a half earlier on. Uh, Much interest there. You know, Kentucky's kind of interesting, the number of seven. It it looks like they're going to have one of the top rushing offenses, and they reside in the SEC. That's saying something.
1: Could keep them in games. they the rushing offense.
0: That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. We're going to play nickel or dime next. We've got Major League Baseball and some NFL questions, even a college football uh, topic to go over. We're going to do that next. Keep it locked on BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. From the gridiron to the court, to the ice, to your wallet. BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With Joe O and Joe Gilio. Oh. 9 to noon Eastern on the BeckQL Network.